This is a HeadGum Podcast. So we were gonna like click record, but then I found an article where Kristen Stewart said the word bisexual in it. So I like everything <laughs> kicked off for me, bitch. Like I oh, sat there and I read God. the whole thing. So did she say that you was bisexual or? She said, I mean, just basically alluded to it, but then she did use the word. She was like talking about like sexual fluidity and like, you know, how there's like, we're more accepting of people that are just like somewhere in between, you know, gay and straight and everything like that. And then she was like, it's bisexuality is not about being confused. It's not confusing for me. In fact, it's like the exact opposite. Yeah. The exact opposite. So I was like, what? Oh my god. Because everyone's been quick to like just define her sexuality just because she's been dating more women recently. And it's just like, I mean, she has a history with men too. So I've been just waiting for her to fucking like define herself. And I'm not even going to say anything now because, I mean, I don't think that was like 100% like this is my definition. But you know what? You also don't have to do that. But like, let's not like say what people are. You know what I mean? I get you. Like, let's not assume other people's sexualities, I guess. I get what you're saying. But that was just. In a great like 10 minutes <laughs> I just like seeing like celebrities actually say the word bisexual because that's yeah. like rare as fuck <laughs> so that was awesome anyway this is coffee with Rachel I'm Rachel I'm Chris and you know this coffee really bepped me up it's my first cup of the day mine's already cold it's so cool I'm so sorry that's how cold it got me trying to figure out how to make a bitly link that's oh what God. took the longest <laughs> I am just that app it's a mystery to me and then you accidentally click it and then it's the podcast link and then it opens up the podcast app and then it's Look, all of this shit that happens. It's a mess, and I need Apple to fix it. <laughs> you know, that's all I got to say. Well, we're having the Whole Foods coffee again, the hometown brew. We'll always go back to Adele. Yeah. We did just get some in the mail from Kathleen Wynn. Yes. So that'll probably be our next like few episodes. But this was already like brewed, and then we were like, let's record. So yeah. I didn't want to throw the pot away, you know what I'm saying? You're fine. We'll but... make you wait for it, Kathleen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for our coffee fact... This one's a great pun, so I'm here for it. Uh, there is a car that runs on coffee known as the Car Pacino mm. Mm, that can it. reach 60 miles an hour and travel one mile on 56 cups of espresso. Me! And honestly, <laughs> that sounds like the most inefficient car in the world. 69 beans per hour. Oh my like. god. <laughs> So, is that sustainable, though? That is absolutely not sustainable, because for how much coffee, or how much water it takes to make, to make coffee, to make coffee, and then to make that into, a, like, liquid espresso, like, how, that's just not a good car. Just get a I mean, honestly, 56 cups of espresso, like, that's enough espresso to fuel my entire life. Like, the amount of espresso is I'll drink. Is it cups or shots It's cups. Oh. It's cups of espresso. Okay. So that's enough for, like, I was thinking, I was lifetime. like, that's just, like, two months of going to Starbucks every day. <laughs> like. <laughs> and that's only to drive one mile. Like. Whoa. Oh, that's really put into perspective for me. Yeah, so that's kind of fucked. I'm not here for that. Okay. <laughs> so we're not going to be having the Carpaccino anytime soon. Speaking of cars, I saw this fact on Reddit, and I just had to share it because it blew my fucking mind. What was it? Uh, so you know how restaurants, they get Michelin stars? Like, that's the rating that they get? Is that the puffy fluff man? Yeah. Like, okay. I thought, like... I didn't know that, like, I thought there was something else called, like, Michelin that just happened to be, like, about the restaurants. The same thing, but different Yeah, logo. like, <laughs> but it's, it's the fucking tire company. 
Okay. And so they and they have like the top honor of like granting these restaurants like you've got four Michelin stars and it's be- I found out it's because that uh, they would want you to spend your tires like use your tires up traveling to these restaurants. Oh. So they would like rate all these restaurants and be like, "Yo, you got to go try these." So you would drive there, use your tires, have to buy more tires. Okay. That makes sense. It's wild that that is like now the like highest fucking. Like, now I thing. want to know who is JD Power and Association. Oh my god, <laughs> that's the next question I've got. I have no. And idea. And what does it mean when you get that? You know, who is JD? And what is his association? What is his power? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> oh my god. So you fucking tried to cancel YouTube Red, and I think you need to tell this story oh because it is infuriating. Well, if you're like me and you got YouTube Red, like the first free trial for a month, I think it was, yeah. just to watch Gigi's fucking documentary, <laughs> you're in luck because I have to tell you how I, you know, got out of that situation because it's what, like twelve ninety nine. It's, Just so I can play videos in the background and watch really terrible original content? Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not paying that, you know? So, I'm, like, on the YouTube website, and I have it on my uh, my phone, so, like, the app. And I'm like, alright, how do I figure this out? And so I'm in my settings, like, I'm in the like, YouTube Red a, settings. Yeah, there's, like, a whole YouTube Red settings section on the app. And, like, when you get to the website, because sometimes you have to, like, cancel shit on a desktop, which is really stupid, considering that's an app... Then, like, like people may not, like, a lot of people just use the internet through their phones and don't have, like, a desktop computer. I just think, like, it's an app, you know what I mean? The the features should be there. The features are for the app, like, you already can play a YouTube video in the background when you're on YouTube. Yeah. On the desktop, you know what I mean? So, I'm looking everywhere, and there's an entire, like, YouTube Red page of, like, FAQ on how the fuck to do this on the YouTube website, and it just redirects you in a circle of hell where (laughs) it doesn't actually get you to figure out how to do it so i actually had to watch a youtube video teaching me how to cancel the youtube red subscription you showed me like what happens when you click the links and it just like takes you to these pages that send you on this infinite loop of like it was like what is it life is strange oh my god (laughs) but just to let you guys know it's in your Phone settings, yeah, but yeah, in your iTunes part. settings, yeah, that's the thing. When you're on the YouTube website and they're teaching you how to do it, they just keep re- redirecting you to the iTunes store, but like nothing within iTunes. So you're like, what? What am I doing here? So yeah. you actually have to go in your phone settings, like if you have an iPhone, and just go to your iTunes settings, and then you have to like click your Apple ID, and then you it's can like fucking a, do it. It's, it's like, like a subscription tied to your Apple ID and not your YouTube so, account, which is so stupid. It's very complicated convoluted to get there and i would highly recommend just like searching for it on youtube (laughs) to figure out how to do it but the irony of that is incredible it was a lot of video to figure that shit out i never like felt better canceling a subscription just because the i don't like it when you are doing like a subscription service or a free trial and they make it impossible for you to cancel it it could be for anything yeah absolutely a lot of like makeup box companies you know they Mm, do that kind of shit and it's just so frustrating because like you know i'm not i'm like very aware of like the subscription free trials that i have and i make like calendar reminders to tell me when to cancel them because i'm not getting charged subscriptions are so shady all the time like i know xbox live like from when i used to work there that like 
when you would if you would just enter in your card into the Xbox and then like bought like it, the Xbox Live digitally instead of like buying And what does that get you like months of Xbox or well, the whole like year? you could, you could buy like a month or 3 months or like a year of Xbox. Okay. So like but like you can buy cards in the store also that have a code on them. Like a gift card for iTunes or whatever. Yeah, essentially. And so if you use a just like your credit card on the console, like it automatically signs you up for automatic renewal. But if you use the card from a store and it's got, uh, like, a little number you enter in, that does not automatically sign you up because, like, you don't have a payment attached to your account. And so, like, it's just fucked up. And, like, it does that without, like, I I might say it somewhere, but, like, it's small text or something like that. It's just fucked up. And I hate subscriptions. And now every app is a subscription now. I know. There's so many apps that I would love to be able to have the premium version so I actually get all of the content and features, but, like, I can't commit monthly to an app. Yeah. There's, like, the only thing that I actually have right now on my phone that I am paying for the subscription service is Apple Music. Yeah. And that one I've just really enjoyed having in general. There's ones that are like that that are, like, worth it. Like, obviously, like, Netflix... And well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those like I weren't because, like, thinking of because I don't use them on my phone. In music, like, you get, a, like, so much stuff, like, hundreds of thousands of things. But then when it's, like, an app that's, like, a brain training app where you just get, like, yeah. five extra games. Like, I want the premium version of Peak, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I really do, but I'm not going to do it. Or, like, these yoga apps that yeah, show you, yeah. like, different routines and, like, ugh, it would be great, but, you know, I'm not paying, like, seven ninety nine a month, bitch. That's a lot of money <laughs> that's if you like add it up. That's, pretty much the same as a Netflix subscription. I know. That's, like, not comparable. <laughs> and I definitely use my Netflix subscription more than I would use an app on my phone. Yeah. However, we haven't even really been on Netflix lately just because Amazon Prime has a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, not to toot my own horn, but there's oh, a lot right. of good you stuff like, on there. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, working. the best thing that we noticed was that they have all of Top Model, which I don't know if we've mentioned that, but that's what we're doing right now because Chris has never seen Top Model. I mean, getting... I've seen some of the, you know, hit moments on YouTube videos, but like. You need the context. I needed the context, and I'm not going to lie, I'm having a great time. It's so problematic in it is, every aspect yeah, of the word. Incredibly problematic, also incredibly early 2000s. And it's incredibly easy to watch when you just need something, man. It's surprising. I would say that was my favorite reality TV series of the early 2000s. Besides Shot of Love at Tila Tequila. (laughs) Which really sucks because now she's a Nazi, so (laughs) that's putting a damper on that, you know. God damn, we need something to numb the pain of Vampire Diaries ending tomorrow. My god, it is tomorrow. Yeah. It's (sighs) over. (sighs) I'm so, She's done. I've already like okay. At this point, the scene where Damon sees Elena again, I've seen the entire scene now. Like there was another clip. They don't give any fucks. They're like, please just watch, watch this final show. episode. They please. have literally put like almost twenty minutes of footage online at this point. <laughs> like, it's crazy. I totally made that up, but like, there's a lot of footage and photos from that show. Goddamn. Uh, speaking of shows, uh, they were there's rumors. There's rumors, guys, of maybe oh. more Gilmore. And, you know, that's just something that I don't think I was ready to hear. If you could see my face. <laughs> I'm just like, we we did it. We did that. You know? Yeah. We and obviously, it. you know, spoilers for what happened. Like, you know, she's pregnant. So automatically, I feel like the show is going to be like Rory in New York being pregnant. And like, that is not Gilmore No, Girls. she'll already have the baby by the time you get to it. And it'll be her pulling a Lorelai. Yeah. 
it'll I wonder if it'll be like similar like age like they'll wait until the kid is but Alexis but they make, not gonna age like 20 years yeah and moment. would they make like Lorelai kind of villainous as like a, the grandmother I know? have no idea what's gonna happen I feel like they ended the story the way that the Paladino binges wanted to end it and let it's it done, die but then they're the ones that are like talking it's all like preliminary right now. Like they're just, it's it's just Netflix rumors. has talked. It's not even rumors. It's like it's confirmed that they're talking about it. Ugh. It's then confirmed they that need they're to talking. Stop. But it's Amy Sherman and what's his face? Yeah, yeah. And they're both going to come back and do it. And it's like I don't know. They kind of. I don't need any more to like ruin what I loved about Gilmore Girls. Yeah, right. I, I'm already like for me the revival is like cursed child, and <laughs> it's like it. Yo, it's so true though. It's canon and it happened, but it's not the you original first it. seven series. Wow, yeah, it is the exact it's the same cursed thing. child. Yeah. Wow. That's you know, the cursed if you child, think about you know she's it, pregnant. <laughs> the last, like, alright, so season seven pretty much is when Grey's Anatomy was so good. So, like, I would say eight through wherever we are right now is, like, the cursed child for Grey's Anatomy. Don't you think? Oh my god, so, so half of the series, yeah. literally half And of the- season eight of Dexter is pretty much the cursed child of Dexter. Yeah. So. Shows seem to have a good lifespan of seven to eight. Really, like, six. Yeah, they the probably... only see, only show that I can think of that has gone past that that I have not minded was Mad Men. Yeah, and was it? Did they do eight? they seven seven yeah. they seven they seven like Vampire Diaries ending on eight and it should have ended on seven. Yeah, seven definitely. seems to be the number. You know, lucky number seven. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Wow, crazy. So anyway, I, I I'm gonna watch whatever they put out. Of course, I'm gonna <laughs> have to. But I'm gonna I groan think, the entire way through it. I think at this point, it's like, is it just for money? Because that's kind of lame. Like I get yeah, it. It's very absolutely. merchandising. It has to be just for money, because they know there's a fandom there that's like very it up. strong cult fandom or whatever. But it's like I don't know. They already revived it. Yeah. Like, just get over just it. Just let it die. You did that Luke's thing at the restaurants or whatever. And that was fun. And I'm sure they made a lot of money for that. You know? And I'm sure a lot of people bought Netflix subscriptions just to fucking watch this shit because oh, they loved Gilmore Girls. True. So it's like, you got that paycheck. Move on. <laughs> I don't know. Let's revive that 70s show. Except for don't because half the cast is Scientologist weirdos and I don't need that. That's upsetting. Yeah. On a, a better note, a happier <laughs> note, uh, Breath of the Wild, the new Legend of Zelda, came out. and You're breathing. <laughs> I am breathing the wild because it is fantastic. Are you really enjoying yourself? I know you are. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's. I saw the reviews coming out before I got it, and it broke the record now for the most 10 out of 10 kind of reviews ever of a video game. Wow, okay. And I gotta just say What's that, the one that happened before that that they broke? I think it was another Legend of Zelda game. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So bad. I think the top now is Breath of the Wild. Then it was, um, oh, God, I don't know which Zelda it was, but there was another one before that, and then it was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Fuck yes! I told you! Yeah. That's the one. If you're going to go for a Tony Hawk Pro Skater game. That's it. Number two. That's it. That's it. That's the game. Oh, man. I really want to play that so badly. But Breath of the Wild has definitely entered my top five games of all time already. What are your top five games of all time? My favorite game of all time is Pokemon Blue. Okay. Because I spent so much of my childhood playing that fucking Game Boy game. Like, Mm -hmm. it was everything to me. Uh, Fallout 3 is in there. 
Bioshock is in there, both because I just spent so much time. Which one, the time. first one? Yeah, the first Bioshock. The underwater one. Yes. And then Breath of the Wild's in there. I don't know what my fifth one would be. But, uh, that, but those four there are what are my top four. I don't know exactly what order, except for Pokemon Blue is number one. Yeah. Always and forever. So, you don't think The Walking Dead Season 1 or Life is Strange? The Walking Dead Season 1 could get in there. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the full franchise. Oh, yeah, no, I wouldn't put the other two seasons in there. Which, you know, when we get more of that, who knows? I really did like Season 2, though, yeah. Yeah, it was good. But I'm enjoying Breath of the Wild if you have... It's super cute. Yeah, if you have a Wii U or a Switch, I would recommend absolutely getting it. Because it's peaceful. It is very peaceful to just run around, even though you're, like, fighting things and stuff. But it's peaceful fighting, I feel. Yeah. It's not like... I'm not sitting here bored watching you play it. Like, mm-hmm. I usually am with other, like, just attacking people games. And there's, it's a huge world, and it's, like, filled to the brim with a whole bunch of different shit that you can find. And I'm just having a blast going around and ignoring the storyline and just <laughs> running around. Doing, doing your normal thing. thing. Yeah, doing my normal the thing. the map is huge. It's, like, bigger than GTA's map. Yeah, I saw, like, a comparison of it to, like, uh, New, York, New York City, like, overlaid on top of New York. And it's, like bigger than new york city whoa yeah that's cool yeah so i'm here for it so are you going to be getting a switch because you're playing it on the wii u because we still have that yeah um right now i don't think i would get a switch i'm like they burned me on the wii u because like i we bought a wii u and then like it's been around for like three four years and they're like all right fuck you guys we're gonna make a new console now and we're gonna totally like pretend this one didn't exist yeah because the wii u didn't do good but I just, I'm not I here just, for a Switch. If they, if there's games that are coming out that they still, like, you know, Breath of the Wild can be played on the Wii U. If they continue to put out games and also have them available to play on the Wii U, then I don't see the reason to get I it. I can guarantee you they're not going to do that. They already, <gasps> That's so annoying! They already, before the Switch even launched, they already removed the Wii U from their website as being purchasable. Wow, okay. Yeah. The wow you at this point. Yeah, exactly. Like, if they come out with a console Animal Crossing game, we're gonna, and it's only on the Switch, then I will literally have to get the yeah. Switch. But we'll have to... I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't think they're going to do I don't want to lose our saves on the Wii U for, like, fucking every game that we've 100%ed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Switch, too, just has, a, like, has a lot of issues right now. Oh, it does? I would I haven't really not been want to get it for. The biggest thing is that... You can't transfer a save file off of the console. So if your console breaks and you spend like 30 hours playing Legend of Zelda, you're fucked. You have no way to get that back. Wow. It doesn't back up to like a cloud. It You can't put it onto a separate memory card to transfer it. You can't do anything. Like it's just lost and gone forever. And like, I, I think that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard well, of. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> I would never want to have that console until I knew that, like, I could have my stuff backed up somewhere else. I thought that you could, like, insert... <laughs> insert. Insert. A, like, memory card thing. You can you can put more memory in it, like, do a bigger memory card. But it's not going to save your game. But, like, the save files for games, they're, like, stored on the system, not on, like, the memory card. Gotcha. So, like, you can't... And you can't transfer them off for whatever reason. I just thought every, all the pieces for it are too expensive. Like, the controllers are too expensive for what they are. And you know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm just not here for the gimmicky shit. Like, I don't care if it rumbles. If I can feel the weight of something in my hand, like woohoo! Like, like I don't you know, care. the PlayStation 
PlayStation 4 controller, like, it was, like, really fucking sold on, like, it's got motion controls in it. Yeah, but, like, and it dies instantly, so you have to turn them all off. And, like... <laughs> That's what I do. You know... Or when they make the noise. Oh, my God. It's yeah. so alarming. We'll be playing, like, Harry Potter Lego, and my controller will make the sound of, like, my spell that I'm casting, and it scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> and we always are, like, having to mute that, because it just comes on randomly. Exactly. I I'm didn't know there was a speaker it. in that controller. Like, what? It's too much. It's too much. And that touchpad that's in the middle of it, too. Nobody ever uses that. Like, I know. It's, it's, I don't even know what that there. is. I thought that was just plastic, you know? Exactly. Um, I don't know. I'm not here for the, uh, like, the motion control games that are really relying on that. I know that's fun at, like, you know, for some people or if you're, you know, in a group setting and you have, like, a lot of people over and you want to play those games. But it's not games that I would sit there and, like, dump a lot of time into. So I just don't. Yeah, like Breath of the Wild had a tiny little bit of motion controls, and I turned them all off because I don't yeah. want them. Like, like I don't mind the like Wii U as a console. I definitely hate the gamepad, and I don't want to play with it ever. Um, but <laughs> I just want like a regular ass controller and a regular ass console that has all the games. <laughs> that's know? that's what I'm here for. <laughs> that's all she wants. I don't even need like the online capabilities, though. I know that they flop on those anyway. Oh yeah, definitely. That's that's a whole that's a whole another thing. But I won't go into that. It's a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically, we'll see when they announce an Animal Crossing game, <laughs> which they probably won't because they're doing a phone game, and so I cannot wait for whatever that is because exactly. it's going to be fun, and I'm gonna. Really I'm so sad up. that it got postponed because it was supposed to be out this month, but yeah. it's not here now. It's okay. Let them perfect it. <laughs> Let them add so much shit. Oh god, I'm here. If it, I wonder if it's like Pokemon Go style. I don't uh, know. I'm I don't, so annoyed like, if it is because like, it just rains what, are you too go, much here. Like, collect furniture pieces in the wild, like what? <laughs> no, I hope it's just like you know what's that like Fallout Shelter or whatever. Oh, like yeah, some Fallout sort Shelter. of like compa- like companion game where it's like you're doing like a happy home designer type of game where it's like not as much of like having your village and talking to all of your friends. What and if all it was shit? just like legit Animal Crossing, but like just the next iteration on a phone well then i'm gonna be fucking confused because i'm <laughs> still gonna play new gonna leaf dead. i'm still gonna play new leaf because i'm having so much fun with it i still like check in on there like for like 30 minutes like every day and i'm like what's going on in my town <laughs> one of my old people that i have had since i started my town just moved i finally let her move on like usually i keep the people that i really like yeah but i was just like you know what it's time like she's sick of chunked in you know (laughs) and so i let her go and like honestly the next day i totally forgot that she moved and i went over to her house and it was gone and i like felt emotional (laughs) like it was a lot Oh my god. Luckily, the people that like leave my town, like they show up in that other area, like yeah. the city. But I haven't seen her yet. I'm like, is she mad? Like, I don't she know. Did, she needs some time. But she like sent me a letter when she moved, and it was like a photo of her. And I was just like, that is the perfect going away present. <laughs> like, I'm going to have a photo of her in my house now. Anyway, I love that. I get emotional. I've never played Animal Crossing when I was like younger, so I feel like I'm finally getting in on that now. It's an experience, and it's typically... It's so calming. I play it like before bed, too, you know? That typically wouldn't foods. be a game that I would be like into, but. It's that and Viva Pinata. Oh, I feel love are both Viva like kind of similar, and it's like I'm here for them. I can play them all the time. This is the video games podcast. Yeah, video games. You can tell that that's what's been happening in our life. <laughs> well, I knew that you were going to be dumping a lot of time in Breath of the Wild, so I've just been like yeah. doing my own shit and playing a lot of Sims on the side here. <laughs> 
So a topic that we wanted to kind of cover in today's podcast is something that we've like talked about doing before, but we just never got around to it. Yeah. But we wanted to talk about like the concept of jealousy, whether that's in a relationship, among friends, peers, colleagues, you know, just jealousy because it is, you know, a big emotion that we all experience, you know, as much as I'll say that like, because I feel like we genuinely don't have a lot of that going on like in our relationship, which we'll get into, but... You know, there's obviously other ways that it oh, leaks fuck. out. I got a ton of... I'm jealous of a ton of people. Like, totally. <laughs> and, like, some people, you know, they consider it to be more of, like, a motivational driver. How do you feel about that? Because it's, like, at the same time, it's, like, oh, that could sound negative. But at the same time, if it gets you to fucking do something that you wouldn't ordinarily do, then, I mean, by all means, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess that jealousy could play, like just like a subconscious kind of role in like wanting to do things to step outside the box or like i'm thinking like more of a career when i think of that yeah so like if you're jealous of where somebody has gotten with like a certain position in the same field or whatever like i can see that being a driver for you to like want to reach that level or whatever i'd say for me personally that it's when i want to go on to like a different career path get a new job or whatever it's not so much that i'm jealous of other people it's just that you know I'm pursuing what I want. Yeah. But it's not, I'm not wanting something out of jealousy. It's kind of just like, it's. I don't want what other people have just for the sake of. They have it. They have it. Yeah. It's more like we want the same things and they got there and I'm like, whoa, I want to get there too. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I'm feeling about it. Yeah. So like, but let's talk about like within like a relationship. Yeah. Like a romantic relationship. A romantic relationship. Because that definitely comes into play with friends. Like that was definitely something that I felt more when I was younger, of course. Because I feel like a lot of jealousy. High school. That's like a time. It can be immature. I feel like when I'm feeling the most bitter or jealous, it's like me having like a bout of immaturity, honestly. Okay. Because then I I think about it more level head, like, you know, and like, especially when we're talking about careers or something like that, you know, I'm like, everybody had a different path, you know, like we all had different realities and different walks of life that led us to get here. Done being a little piece of shit in my own mind, then like, I'm thinking like, I'm like... You gotta vent your frustration. Yeah, and then I'm like, well, I'm in the position I am, and, like, this is my reality, basically. And, Half like, the time. I'm lucky to be where I am and all that kind of stuff, like. I like to think about it almost as, like, you know, I have the struggle story, so <laughs> it'll make some, you know, they don't make a movie about the person that just easily found success, you know? Yeah. It's usually the movie about the person that had a lot of trouble, and you Turmoil, know? yeah. So, I don't know. That's how I feel about that. But in terms of the relationship, I honestly just do not have the energy. <laughs> yeah, we're talking between, like, the two of us. But and... it's it's also different because I feel like our relationship, obviously, it's the best relationship I've been in ever. Yeah. So, like, I just think about, you know, maybe I wouldn't have this much trust or lack of jealousy with another person that I could have dated. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it happens to, like, you have to find the right person that you can trust, like, Without a shadow of a doubt. Is that the right phrase? Yeah, I guess so. I'm just trying to be philosophical today. (laughs) I think that, you know, this is something that definitely every person, like we have said, has their own experiences. And, like, if you have been in, like, a past relationship and you got fucked over... Or honestly had, like, an abusive relationship, that can definitely cloud, like, the way that you look at you know, future relationships. And obviously, like, you might have a more tendency to have more of these, like, unhealthy behaviors because, like, that's all you've known. And, like, I'm not, like, 
knocking anybody that does feel like jealous in a relationship because like Bro. we all are different people and we've all had different like conditioning experiences yeah but we're kind of i feel like i've been pretty lucky in the i mean i know i'm your first relationship so like yeah. hopefully that's going well yeah but yeah, like it's all right. my other previous relationships have just been like it has not been that tumultuous i was gonna say turmoil filled but then tumultuous came out. <laughs> So I feel like I've been lucky that I haven't had a lot of like negative energy clouding relationships for me yeah. to like expel into this one or whatever. But it's just, uh, I mean, even before I like you had told me that you were bisexual or anything like that, like like I never, before I was labeling it. Yeah, before you were labeling it, because I feel like I was pretty open about my affection for women like yeah. from the get-go like that was yeah. something that you already knew about me before dating me exactly but like you said it wasn't a label on it or anything but i'm just saying like even back to the beginning of the relationship i just never felt any sort of like a jealousy for you speaking to somebody else like men uh, or uh, women men or women uh like it just i don't know it's just something that i never felt and like if i were to be kind of jealous have the mindset that like you speaking to somebody because you have like the intent of like sleeping with them or something right. you know that i mean you wouldn't be able to talk to anybody i know, you know I'm, what I mean? I'm fucked you're totally I, I, fucked I, I, like, I would be jealous of everybody <laughs> and it's just this that whole kind of mindset is something that is pushed so much in society. I feel like it's normalized. That's it is what I totally think. totally normalized. For example, we were watching probably, it was probably like Friends or some other like no, sitcom you, show. No, you were thinking of Gilmore Girls, ironically. Oh, wow. Okay, so. Yeah, and it was uh, with, yeah. with Logan. So there's like a, it's a trope on so many levels. I was also thinking of Friends when she hires the male babysitter or nanny or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once it's really like fucking masculinity is so fragile. I just hate fucking Ross Geller. Can we just get that out <laughs> Way. if you stand ross you don't stand me okay <laughs> that's all i have to say um pivot you know <laughs> but he like had a big problem because oh my god the nanny is a man you're gonna be spending time with a man all day rachel like what yeah and then on gilmore girls it was uh when logan's working with that girl i forget in her name england yeah. it was like joey or chad or something that could have been androgynous yeah yeah it was definitely uh Something like that. Yeah. And so, Bobby or something. Bobby. It was Bobby. Yeah. And Lori is like, I mean, I think she comes to the conclusion that she is being, like, really insecure. I feel like Lorelai might have helped her in that decision or yeah. that, like, you know, thought process. But it's just, like, something that usually they don't come to that conclusion. Usually it's, like, they feel very justified in being like, oh, my God, you didn't tell me you were working around another woman. And it's all very heteronormative And then it thinking, usually, yeah, it usually comes the resolution to that typically is like the person who was hanging out with somebody is like apologizing to the person that got upset yeah or was jealous and honestly sometimes what happens is they have it where the person that they were working with ends up like trying to hit on them and That's then they're like usually, oh my god my significant other was right yeah yeah that, it's just bullshit like so annoying can you imagine how many pimples i would have if i stressed about all of the women you talk to at work yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, I don't, I mean, I don't even know the gender of the fucking people you work with, because it doesn't fucking matter. It's Yeah, work. it's you like 50-50 split, you know? You like, shouldn't be, like, doing that anyway. I mean, we already know that. Oh, God. It's, like, it's just the concept of My that. coffee just, like, blurped. Did you see that? Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> it I sounded saw like it. the inside <laughs> of a cave. <laughs> 
obviously very heteronormative like thought process yeah, like, in all apply this. Me or like any of the gays like oh my god but like i'll say for like me personally when i am you know t- having like a conversation like a work relationship or a friendship with a woman like for me it's not like i'm trying to fuck you I like, know. you know what i mean well like, that's just like i don't know why men are like that <laughs> like you know what i mean it's like a stereotype but it's also true at times <laughs> It's just that I don't experience, like, I'm not thinking that, and so, like, I don't expect that you are feeling that way, too. I feel like I'm a pretty sexual person, but yet I'm not always, like, constantly thinking everyone I talk to could possibly fuck me. Yeah. And, like, that's a stereotype against bi's. You know, yeah, like, exactly. I mean, a lot of people that are just not straight, that's, like, a stereotype against us, mm-hmm. and it's, like, really stupid, I think. But I, I think the way that I think about it is, like, we've had... Of course, there are people that, like, have tried to intervene in our relationship. Like, of course, there's always going to be people, like, speculating shit online, and I don't care about strangers. <laughs> but, like, we've had friends literally be like, oh, my God, like, it, I think it's weird that you guys like spending time with each other. Or, like, we think it's weird that you hang out with the same friends and, like, you don't have separate friend groups and, like, things like that. I don't know. And yeah, then you I'm have- like, I think it's weird that you installed an app on your significant other's phone that tracks where they are without them knowing. <laughs> like, I think that's weird. Um, not to call anyone out, that I'm no longer friends with. <laughs> um, or, like, I had a friend once that told me that they had to go out of their way to erase, like, you know on Facebook when, like, you search people, it, like, still is there, so it's, like, yeah. easily yeah, found your again? Yeah, search history, whatever. So she would, like, literally have to delete that all the time because her significant other would, like, look and be like, oh, you were talking to this woman, so, like, that must, or you were searching this woman, that must mean, like, something's going on. Like, I don't know about you guys. But I'll be, like, in bed. It'll be, like, 1 a.m. And I'm, like, yo, how's Susie Blamo from third grade doing? Yeah. And I search because I'm, like, where are they now? It's, like, the most fun game for me mm-hmm. to be, like, where are they now? You know? I, and, like, I, I've i never... Can you imagine being, like... Can I, can I, I, imagine I didn't even think about that. I never even would have thought, like, you know, Chris might have gotten the wrong idea if he yeah. saw that I was wondering where this bench is now. You know what I mean? I just can't like think of taking the time to like think of you as like as you're always you're guilty always at th- like the yeah. threat <laughs> you're a threat like you're guilty I'm of it and i have to like find i just have to find the proof you're waiting you know for that I mean? moment that where you could be like ha gotcha yeah no i'm i've I don't look through like your texts or your calls or oh, your yeah. Facebook or whatever. He has all we we share like we got all the logins for each other. I could I don't even have to hack you. Like I know you everything. literally know all the passwords for everything. Same. So like if we wanted to, like he could read every text on my phone or vice versa, and like. I just don't... I've never been like, oh my god, you know what? I gotta know. Because I know you're texting. It's me. (laughs) And sometimes your mom. (laughs) And, like, that's it. Oh, Postmates. Oh, yeah. My Postmates conversations, they're fucking lit. (laughs) Yeah, and mine, it's, like, the same shit. So, like, you know, I don't know. I just... Sometimes I think about it and I'm like, I could... I can't imagine, like, having to, like, expel all that energy. But at the same time, like, I'm very lucky that I'm in a relationship that's, like the best so like i don't know like i I, i'm not to toot our own horn but obviously we love it you know what i mean yeah like we've invested now we have a business together Mm -hmm. and shit like and you know this is all just not to say that like i'm not jealous of you of some things yeah i feel like it has nothing to do with like who i'm talking to or like that's anything on the side we're trying to like 
BI here is that like the whole concept and stereotype, I guess, around jealousy of talking to other people when you're in a relationship. It's a lot. Like I can't imagine like flirting and all these things. I mean, of course, there's all like there's different types of relationships. And yes. I think like society gives us this very like conservative, monogamous, like just one hundred percent this heteronormative typically. Way, like. yeah. yeah. And it's like there are all different types of facets of relationships and like each couple or whatever like finds the one that works for them and like it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing because you're not dating me either. You know what I mean? Like I'm only dating like one person at this moment yeah. so it's like this is it only has to work with the with us you yeah, know exactly yeah. but like i don't know the way the, like the things that i'm jealous of you for like ooh, let's let's dish <laughs> let's dish okay one i would say your lack of needing anyone <laughs> like you don't need anybody you could be you could be alone in a cabin in the woods working and you wouldn't be upset you know what i mean like you just don't need people and that's awesome and i would like to hope that i'm that independent <laughs> one day because i mean it's like i feel like i got robbed of my people so then i i feel very lonely yeah yeah, yeah i get you but at the same time like i'm more independent than i give myself credit for definitely definitely but I'm, yeah i'm jealous of your strength you know as like, my physical strength yeah i'm, I'm ripped i'm jealous of those biceps <laughs> No, I mean, like... My washboard flub. <laughs> I tell you all the time that you have gone through, like, so much, and that it has made you an incredibly strong person on the inside, and that I've, I'm definitely not at that level. Like, in between, like, you know, building up a uh, whole thing online, like, with YouTube and everything, and having to... Yeah, but you helped, bitch, just, too. Well, having to develop a thick skin for, like, you know, bad comments, especially during the rant times. Or, like, my most vulnerable, like, mental times. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you were getting the brunt of that because you were the face of everything that we were doing online for, like, five years. Yeah. So, like... But that didn't even piss me off. It was, like, when anybody would say something about you or our cats, I was like, a mama bear, like, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> it's like, you don't know shit about sweet. Mm -hmm. And I'm just gonna say, I'm jealous of literally every person on this planet that does not have student loan debt. Like, I, yes. am, I am so jealous of that. Yes. So, I think the... Or never had to pay rent. Yeah. But also, at the same time, I'm glad that I've had to, like, do everything myself because it made me, like, not a weak binge. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm jealous of, like, honestly, your neurotypicalness, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I'd be sleeping great. <laughs> you know? That'd be awesome. But I think... The overall message here is that, like, I, I think jealousy can be okay. Like, it's totally... In some aspects, In some yes, aspects. It can be motivational. But I think that we really, as a whole society, need to be moving away from this really intensive jealousy that we normalize in relationships. Yeah, like... Because it totally negates... Snapchat, for example... I guess because when I started using it, I was already in like a long-term relationship and yeah. I guess I just kind of didn't really get the feeling that it's like more of like almost like a dating app at times. Yeah. And I guess I don't really have that vibe because the only people I snap are like my public story, which is like basically snapping my friends, uh -huh. my friends, and then you. Exactly. But you never read mine because you always forget you have this app. <laughs> it's so annoying. Hopefully First thing, like I once. have to learn how to use the Snapchat. And then I know. Like... <laughs> For example, like, if you were to look at my Snapchat right now, and you were to see, like, the emojis, like, would you have any idea what the implications I have no fucking are? clue. I, I have still no idea. <laughs> I just think, at this point, like, okay, any of you guys that are in a long-term relationship at this point in time, like, in this 
era of dating, I feel like I would be lost. I have no idea what's happening. Like, I remember, like, I didn't even know what Tinder looked like because people would, like, send me screenshots. And I was like, what app is this? Yeah. Do you have an Android phone? Like, <laughs> and, like, same with Snapchat. Like, I feel, I just feel so old sometimes yeah, when it comes to this. definitely feel old. I feel like, can you imagine, like, if we weren't dating right now and then I'd have to, like, do the, I mean, I would probably do it because, like, how else are you going to find, like, people at this, you know, date? I mean, age? I understand the mechanics, you know, swiping right and left. I think In I got this that city, down. Like, but. where nobody talks to each other. <laughs> like, yeah, you have to. Like, I, this is not knocking people that use dating apps. Because, yeah. like, you, you have to. Like, it's totally mm-hmm. fine. I just, like, didn't. So then I'm just, like, so confused at this point. Yeah. I think just overall the jealousy that's displayed in relationships in media and stuff like that. Media. It, like... <laughs> It just makes you feel like you can't, like, if for you to have a functioning relationship, you can't fully trust your partner. Yeah. That's, like, the underlying message. I don't is like, like you that. Have, you have to be, like, on the lookout for them to fuck you over. And that's not what I'm here for in a relationship. I, I'm under the kind of, I don't know, ideology of, like trust you until you break my trust yeah that, and i mean, and I, that's, I, mean that's I just don't different. like i think like that needs to stop in the media and like i'm thinking like tv shows or movies yeah and obviously. also i would say like just like the only displays of relationships are like the very one way like classic conservative like heteronormative monogamous just that way because that's just like that's not everybody and like you don't have to be held to a standard like that like if you are in a relationship like it's just like why would you compare your relationship to another relationship when like you're not dating those people exactly you know like that's the way i look at it like i don't give a shit what anybody has to say about the two of us Mm because i'm not dating them it's like trying to like compare how like you view your sexuality to somebody else's. Yeah, sexuality. Like, like it's the same concept. Totally. And same for like gender and stuff. It's you know, it's a lot of aspects. It, the ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate theme of this is don't compare yourself to other people. Do what is working for you. Do makes you. you happy? <laughs> and that's just how you're gonna live. As long as you're not hurting anybody, then like yeah, it's all good. That's the fucking vibe. Yeah, that's pretty true. <laughs> All right, well, we've talked about this enough. I think we can go over to some questions. All right, so... But first, let's get a word from our sponsor. So today's show is brought to you by our lovely friends at adamandeve.com. And so, you know, Easter is coming up. Jesus is coming back. The bunny is here. So what's better than to go get yourself a rabbit vibrator for these times? Or just a nice silicone egg to shove right up there. (laughs) I'm sure they have something like that. Oh my god, I would love that so much. I hope I find something interesting inside the Easter egg hunt this year. I want something in my Easter basket, (laughs) and I hope it's from adamandeve.com. Oh shit, so as you guys know, we've got a great deal for you. If you go to adamandeve.com, you'll get 50% off of just about any item, and then you also get three free adult DVDs, a free mystery gift, and free shipping on the entire order. And so to get that deal... You use the code CWC at checkout. So again, that's adamandeve.com, and you'll get all of that amazing stuff with code CWC. All right, so we faked you guys out. We're going to do a fucking quiz first. Before we get into these questions, because we have, like, the most important quiz of all time right now. Yeah, we thought this was pretty important for us. It's uh, your vegetable opinions will determine how high or low maintenance you are. So I need to fucking know. Now, like, personally, I feel like I'm low maintenance in that, like, I will give my left tit... 
to for anybody to be more comfortable. Yeah. And like I'll wait at a restaurant for five hours for a table. <laughs> but I'm also high maintenance in like this bitch has serums. <laughs> so I'm interested to see what this broccoli says about me. Alright, so all the questions are like what's your stance on blank and it's love it, hate it, or meh. Okay. So broccoli, love, hate, or meh. Love. Love a nice brock. Brussels sprouts. Love. Love them. Olives, olives love them hate them you're writing hate i hate olives you're not i even don't mad. like them at all ever. i don't like okay i am jealous not at all mm. i think you should be jealous <laughs> of me and my love of all foods because it makes you a sad person asparagus love it love it tomatoes love them i'm gonna say are you gonna go for the meh i was gonna go for meh I love tomatoes. It's just like I'm thinking of the raw tomato. Yeah, could live I mean, I could her. live without a fucking slice on a burger. That's okay. I don't need that. But however, a nice bruschetta. Yeah, I just smacked my leg. Mushrooms, Mushrooms, love them. I'm going with meh. <gasps> I I understand that they're very like just don't have a lot of flavor and they're kind of absorbing. I love the texture of mushrooms. I don't. That's the part that I'm like a little. Eh, it's a little too spongy for me. I love the snap resistance. I, it's also, like, not at all similar, but I love watered chestnuts. <laughs> they have no flavor either, but they got that, like, crispy, like, ugh. You're here for the texture. I love texture. And just dowsing, like, a whole bunch of textured foods. And vinegar. Doused in vinegar. Yep. <laughs> uh, kale. I'm gonna say love it when it's made right. Yeah, that's true. I would eat steamed kale if they did it right. Like, yeah. they do it wayward. Carrots, love them. Yeah. Obviously. This peas. is not going to be very... Uh, I'm going to say uh, love them because I love a nice yeah, pea soup and they're not upsetting at all. Onions. Love onions. That, oh my God. I just can't imagine a world where I didn't love onions. I know. I. You need to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say meh on cauliflower. You got to like do a lot to yeah, make it they, be interesting. Yeah, they're pretty bland on their own. Like it's like the honeydew melon in your stir fry. Uh... Because I'm not a honeydew. I don't know why. I'm a huge honeydew fan. I know because it's like... Because you're, you're honeydew personified. Yeah, I We've probably said I that. It's probably been the title of one of our I'm fucking episodes. fucking... Uh, what's the other one? Uh, cantaloupe's like weaker cousin. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so true. Cantaloupe is so vivacious. Cantaloupe is fantastic. I used to literally chop her in half and eat her with a fucking spoon. Just like the whole bowl, you know? <laughs> okay, what's your stance on eggplant? I'm going to say meh. I'm going to go with it just to change it out, and I don't really... I haven't had too much eggplant in my life. Oh, okay. I am 23% high maintenance. That's pretty accurate, I would say. That's like all my skincare. Mine is 62% low maintenance. Oh. So it's majority low maintenance. Okay. Yeah, I would agree. Your catchphrase is, I literally do not care. That is very true. (laughs) Every time we're trying to get something to eat... Are you kidding me? That is you! Well, that's me because I'm indecisive and I like for you to make the choice because I don't like to upset you by, like, picking something that you don't want. Like, that's my ultimate fear is me being like, I want this burrito. And you're like, I am so not in the mood for that. Oh, my God. Mine says, you like to treat yourself. Who doesn't? (laughs) That's true. I really do. I fucking just order myself three more of these bras that I wear every day because they all have holes in them. And it was, like, time. And I feel like a brand new woman (laughs) having a new day bra from Nordstrom. Those are the best bras, by the way. They're so comfortable. They're $19. Get them. Not sponsored, but please, please sponsor me. All right, so let's do some fucking questions. All right. Have you tried vegan ravioli because, bitch. 
And no, I haven't, but I have like several recipes that I've been wanting to try. So what are they probably like filled with like sweet potato? Yeah, there's a few sweet potato ones. I, I'm here for that. Honestly, like I love pierogies too. And those are usually just like potato and onion. Like, I don't know why. Yeah. You really don't need dairy. I don't know how a pierogi is made though. Interesting. I've seen some vegan pierogi recipes as well. It does cause it calls for a little bit more finesse. You know? Yeah, I hope you guys heard those sirens in the background. Throwbacks to like the beginning of this show. I know. I feel like they've been out today. Yeah. Okay. Listen, is Chris really going to read the Twilight books? Can this please happen? Because I need a CWC Twilight discussion. Truly, I want to reminisce. It is happening. It will happen. We haven't yes. even ordered the books yet. I mean, I'm still trying to just go through Harry Potter, and I haven't been reading that much lately because Breath of the Wild. Yeah, um, you need to finish. I know. Not to rush it or anything, but like I definitely would. I mean, love... I fucking read Harry Potter once already, so like more than once. More like... once already, just <laughs> once back in just 95. once. <laughs> okay, my question is, who is she? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> I still don't know, and every day I'm figuring that out. All right, next question is, what major would we pick if we chose a different one in college? Also, what would the Chunks pick as their major? <laughs> We've probably answered this, but I'm always up for that again. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's constantly changing for me. Like, now I'm like, ooh, woodworking. That would have been. Because, like, God. man, picture me making, like, live-edge fucking coffee tables. I feel like just, like, I don't know, if, like, a general art track would, like, cover or something like that. Like I know. Doing, maybe like... I should have done more art. Like, yeah. I know I had to take some art classes. And, you know, or maybe I should have actually continued with my music stuff. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I'd probably, you know, still just pick computer science, you know? Yeah, you're not really changing. I'm not changing that up, because I'm still here for it. Lila would be... Oh, my God. Uh, I feel like an acting major. Oh, yes. Or a chef. Ooh, culinary school. Oh, picture her with, like, one of those little white hats. Culinary or culinary? Because people say culinary instead of culinary. Are they from Australia? I'm confused. I I don't know. I've just heard it said that way and i say culinary i don't know like the cullens you yeah know. <laughs> bringing it back to twilight. um squeezy we've already said probably would be like a business major he's got like a phd but he's business. got like several trades you know yeah because he's just one of those guys he's always in college he's been to grad school several times yeah okay <laughs> but he's a commuter he would not live on campus Pictures oh in a dorm. Uh, Hell no. he's no. definitely a commuter and he like had an apartment like always even though he was a freshman you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah okay hey y'all oh, i guess this has to relate to our jealousy topic but have you guys ever dealt with paranoia slash insecurity and trust issues with each other like worrying over who your significant other is working with slash taking classes with taking classes with I mean, you're um, just forced to be sitting next to people. Like, usually you're not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, like, paranoia for me. This is not really related to jealousy. But for me, like, my paranoia is, like, his safety. Because yeah. I have this, like, just... It has to do with, like, my anxiety and everything. Where I'm just constantly in fear that you're just going to be taken uh, by, like, something. You know what I mean? I get that. So I have to deal with that. And what helps is uh, red receipts. <laughs> Turns out that's been the key. The for that i would say um in a relationship also that like send my location bullshit is so great when i'm walking by myself and i'm scared yeah <laughs> or when i have to go somewhere and i'm like bloop just send that to chris <laughs> but yeah i'm not really like worried about like you know you being who me a, work with oh yeah being that a, dust ball next to you at your home desk i mean you can't really choose the people you're working with like even like when you were working at like the well, places yeah. on campus and stuff you can't really choose that yeah also i'm not one of those people that can like try to start any kind of like office romance you know what oh I'm saying? Yeah, yeah i'm also very like 
awkward and uncomfortable with that kind of thing because if it if it never panned out if there's any kind of flirtation that goes south like that's uncomfortable situation after uncomfortable situation like if i were single like i remember when i was like single and working at starbucks and there were people that i like had little things for you know and i just was never going to pursue it because i was like can you imagine having to foam this milk next to someone (laughs) you've slept with and it didn't go right you know what i mean like oh my god that's just i'm very much avoid all uncomfortable situations yeah so i don't know man (laughs) i could tell a story right now of an incredibly uncomfortable situation i don't think you've ever heard this story either (gasps) that relates to all of this so like when i was working at the movie theater okay there was a girl there that i had a huge crush on oh my god and so uh, and I guess she had, like, something for me, too. <gasps> yeah, and so... Okay, but see, I'm over here like, ooh, this is this is tense, you know? <laughs> you sneaking looks at from behind the popcorn machine. Oh, my God. And so the one day I actually went over to her house, like, when we both were not working that day. Ooh. And, yeah. Ooh. Did she have a basement? Oh, my God. <laughs> Probably. No, no basement. No. See, basement. nobody in Levittown had basements, <laughs> so we had nowhere to fuck. It was horrible. We had to use cars. So <laughs> anyway, the, the whole thing about this was that like her parents weren't home, and that her parents couldn't know that I was coming over, uh, and okay. I'll pro- nothing like nothing scandalous was happening. It was just like having a boy over. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so, how like, old were you? Like. This 18, was 17? seventeen. I had a car. Oh, so okay. Oh, you had a car. I had a car. Okay, yeah. You. And so this, her house is like in an area I've never been to before, and so, and it was like kind of like in more wilderness kind of area, and oh, so okay. like it was just roads and stuff that I've never driven on before, and so go there, hang out, and then I leave, and as I'm leaving, I'm using my phone as like directions to get myself the fuck out of there. And it dies, and I'm, I don't know where I am. Oh my god. Like, I'm parked outside some random roadside restaurant with a dead phone just, like, sitting here thinking, like, what the fuck am I gonna do? You don't have one of those, like, GPS machines? (laughs) I I think this might have spurned the purchase to get one. Oh, okay. Spurned. (laughs) Spurned. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) And so then, like, I had to just like off of my memory of where i i had driven drive back to her house oh god and then ask for her directions and then i drove back and her parents had just come home uh... and so then i had to be like saying like hey like basically like ruining everything be like hey i was here like and i'm, oh I'm lost god. and so can you help me like figure out how the fuck to get out of here they were very nice. <laughs> they, they were very nice, and then eventually... What was, she, was she, like, upset? Well, you know, I just didn't pursue anything after that, because <laughs> I was embarrassed. And But oh apparently she said that her parents thought I was a very nice young man. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I guess I left a good impression. You do. You're very, like, you win over all the adults. <laughs> Yo, that reminds me of, like, two of the most awkward dates I've ever been on. One was when I was, like, in middle school, and, you know, when you're in middle school, no one can drive you anywhere, so you have, like, your parents take you mutually to a place. Uh, and where did my parents oh allow my me to go? It I was, like, too. Starbucks and, like, the grocery store. <laughs> and so I'm, like, walking up and down grocery store aisles drinking a Java chip frappuccino. Oh, my God. And trying to be on a date with my parents buying fucking, like, that's Q-tips. fucking wild. And then, so, like, that's middle school. That's when things are bleak. But then high school rolls around, and I'm... How old do you have to be to watch an R-rated movie again? 
Is it uh, 17? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'm like definitely past. Yeah, because this was like senior year of high school. It was Shutter Island I was uh, trying to see. And I was a date with a dude that yeah, I had like a big fucking crush on like the whole school year. And I get carded at the movie theater. This is mm-hmm. what spurned my purchase <laughs> of a photo ID because I still don't drive. So I don't even have identification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only have like a high school ID that just like tells you which year I'm going to graduate. That could mean anything. <laughs> so they fucking card me to get to, first of all, I wanted to see Shutter Island, but in hindsight, not a great date movie. Definitely a horrible date movie. I have had some fucking mishaps seeing like I saw brothers on a date. That's also and I not like a good one. he like kissed me at the end of it, and it was like after like Tobey Maguire went through it, <laughs> and it felt weird. <laughs> it was so weird, like not oh, a date movie. Shit. God, that makes me think of you saying, like, having to be dropped off for dates. Like, when I got my first kiss, it was my... You had to be dropped off at her shed? I was dropped off at her house. Like, my mom, like, I was in fucking, like, seventh grade, and my mom just dropped me off at this fucking girl's house. Uh, And her her parents weren't home either. I was a scandalous little It's because boys can do that, but girls have to be like I went over to her house after her parents had left like she texted me once her parents had left and like it was like I wasn't supposed to be there oh. but then my mom just drove me over there and didn't have any fucking who knew clue. you were so bad I, I was scandalous and then so yeah then like I was hanging out and that's when I had my first kiss but I was just like I had to be dropped off did you sneak out too were you that I feel like you didn't even have to sneak out cause your mom would be like whatever yeah, no, I didn't sneak out. I've never sneaked out because where is there to go in Snook my fucking... Out. Snooked? I didn't. Snooked. I snuck. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. That's embarrassing. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. And that Shutter Island date ended because I couldn't go to the movie theater. So where did I go? I crossed the street and went to the Target that I worked at. Oh, romantic. And sat in the Steamy. cafe of the Starbucks in the Target that I worked at and fucking talked isn't that horrible? That's beautiful. I think about that and like all of my insides are dried and gone. <laughs> I also had a lot of dates at Barnes & Noble because I was that bitch. Mm-hmm. But like that's See, I'm, I'm just making house calls. <laughs> He's making house calls. <laughs> Alright, let's get the next question which is what is your favorite or most worn clothing item? Ooh. Oh god. Besides like jeans. Cause, like, I, I would wanna... say my Nordstrom day bra. <laughs> <laughs> it's my most worn when I actually wear a bra. Yeah. And it's so comfortable. I could sleep in that bra. Mm, mine would be my button-up shirt that you got me that's like blue, dark blue, and got white dots all over it. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's great. And it's it's my, your interview shirt. That's my interview or like I want to look extra put together today. Good. Yeah. I also have my depression sweater blanket. <laughs> Which is a sweater that also is kind of like a blanket, and I wear it when I'm not feeling good, and it just, it hugs me. It makes me feel just secure, mm-hmm. you know? I feel that. Has a lot of holes in it. Has been, been soaked with a lot a of tears. <laughs> She's good. You're like Spongebob making a sweater out of tears? That is me. <laughs> Eyelashes. <laughs> So, this probably is a little bit more for me, but have you ever dealt with self-doubt when it comes to your sexuality? Because I'm bi too, and the internalized shit in my brain really messes with me sometimes. Like, I think for some reason I'm pretending even though I know I'm bi, stuff like that. Absolutely. It's because, like, you got people, like, in your inner circle telling you that, you have people online telling you that, you have the media telling you it doesn't exist. It's a lot. 
And, like, I've had moments where it's, like, oh, well, I'm actually, you know, straight and I'm just, like, playing myself. And then I was, like, you know what? What if I'm actually just a full lesbian and I'm Mm -hmm. just playing myself? Like, I just was not willing for so long to just be, like, yo, I'm just bi. Like, (laughs) I'm clearly just bi. (laughs) Like, chill out. I mean, judging off the butterflies I just got with the word bisexual being used in an article. Like, yeah, you know right? what I mean? But yeah, <laughs> self-doubt happens all the time for me. Like, even to this day, like, I feel very comfortable in my sexuality. But sometimes if I, like, I don't know, feel a certain way, then I'll be like, oh my god, should I rethink things? And it's honestly usually a lot less complicated than that. And it's usually just a lot of other people's biphobia kind of, like, getting to you. Because that's happened to me. And it's, it sucks But, like, I don't know, the only thing that you can really do is, like, continue to fucking talk about it and be visible because then people get the right idea and then they're less annoying about it. And, you know, like, you can evolve and, like, you might think your sexuality is, like, one thing at one point, but then you can... It can change, too, yeah. Yeah, it can evolve, so... I think uh, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, my God, like, once you label yourself, like, that's it. And then if you say anything else later in life, it's like everything was a lie and you're not to be trusted at all. I feel like people use that as, like, a way to, like, discredit the... um, Complexity of, like, bisexual and pansexual people. Yeah, and discredit, like, the fact that it exists. Like, I feel like people will use that to be like, well, if it's just changing all the time. And, like, have there been people that, like, have identified as bi or pansexual that have, like, later come out as something different? And, like, some people do use it as a stepping stone, which does discredit all the other people that are actually bi and pan. And it's, that's annoying, but it's, like, at the same time, like, you're on your personal journey. You're on, yeah, you all have to do what you had to do to come out, you know. And I get it. Like, it's complicated and there's a lot going on. And you might have actually genuinely thought, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. It is frustrating, though, when it gets to you. But you just have to remind yourself that, like, you are yourself. You know the inner workings of that little noodle (laughs) better than anybody. (laughs) And you're going to know at the end of the day, like, whatever you rest on that feels the most comfortable and sounds the most like, yep, that's me. That's what you have to be confident in, Mm -hmm. you know? Because you're the only person that knows truly what's going on. Who is your favorite YouTube chef at the moment? I've literally learned everything I know about cooking through YouTube and Ina. But I've been watching the same three channels for forever and I would love some new suggestions. Um, Yeah, I mean, classic. Um, okay, well, I would say recently I have been obsessed with Laura Miller. She does the YouTube channel called Raw Vegan Not Gross, and I'm not a raw vegan at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely not at all. I definitely could not live without cooking my food, okay? Yeah. I love a nice sautéed everything. Yes. Um, but she makes a lot of raw foods that they they look really incredible, and I've kind of wanted to, like, start, like, trying them out. Like, I feel like raw food takes a lot of preparation and a lot of Ironically, equipment. Ironically, takes a lot of preparation. Yeah. And I feel as though it's definitely, like, a special treat. But she's got, like, some desserts and other, like, entrees and stuff that look really good. And if they're not the ones that require a dehydrator, you know, <laughs> I'm into it. But I really, I love, oh, my God, she is so sexy. She's got this, like, you know me, I love an alto yeah. at all times. Any woman with a lower voice, I'm just like, yes. And she's just, like, so cute and fun. And her videos are really funny. And her recipes just look bomb. And the last question, I think you'll like this one, Chris. What are yours and Chris's favorite and least favorite parts about being chunk parents? Favorite and least favorite of being chunk parents? Oh, that's... Favorite is like, I don't even know. 
There's too many to choose from. I would say, okay, first of all, let me start off with a story of last night. So last night, I was not having a good night. And I was having one of those, like, panic attack in the bathroom kind of nights. And I think Squeezy knew that I wasn't feeling well. And I'm just sitting there, you know, on the squatty potty, just loving life. (laughs) Not really loving life at that point. And Squeezy comes over, and he's, like, lumping by my feet, which is not... That's, like, kind of a new thing that he's been doing, like, actually feeling like he loves us. Which we've discussed and Lumping, by the way, is when they're, like, arching their back and, like, rubbing against you. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? That's like, when a cat, like, circles your feet. Lumping. Um, so, anyway, at this point, I realize that he wants me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, like, lift him up and put him on my lap. And he stayed there and let me pet him for, like, 20 minutes and he was purring. And it was... Magic. The greatest moment of my fucking 25 years. Yeah. I would say. I think my favorite part would be something a lot of people don't see but the love that they give me i know especially like yeah like that moment was squeezy but like all of the shit lila always does lila's very you know visible with her love squeezy more reserved but i see it i almost feel like my favorite part is squeezy's like entire evolution (laughs) because i like (laughs) you know i really believed in him and he really trusts me now and it's like it's great like the relationship you have with your pets is like the best. You yeah, know? they're just they're just so wonderful. They are easily just as like trusting and loving of us as a dog would be. Oh, absolutely! It's just like people are not it's just attuned that they to would noticing eat us what if it we was. Died yeah, and had no food. but like, wouldn't a dog too? I mean, dogs—they eat everything. They eat their own shit. Yeah, you know, I don't know what they would eat if I died. <laughs> worst part would be having to have a litter box. Absolutely. Like, I would say worst part is like. I don't trust anyone else to look after them, so we really uh, don't like to leave for more than like two, three our days. Our love is so strong for them because I just like, I don't worry. trust hiring someone, and like I always hate to put like my friends out, you know. Like, yeah. I just, yeah. So that's the only thing I would say is, but you sign up for that when you get a pet, so don't get a pet if like you can't, you know, do that. Do that, but. At the same time, I wish I were a little bit more trusting of, like, the different services that exist. Because I would be reading all the reviews and everything. It's just, Absolutely. like, I get so nervous. It's a lot. I love my chance. <laughs> you know? I'm, like, that person that, like, has the newborn, but, like, it never went away. The feeling of, like, <laughs> never leaving them, you know? <laughs> We've had them for years now, but it's still fresh. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. All right. We well, wrap it up. thanks for having a cup of coffee with us, you know. Yeah. And we'll see you guys on Monday. Yeah, Monday. Bye. All right, Binchos, it's time to binge it up. It's going to start off with Nicole Dowling, who prefers Downey over Tide. A bold choice. <laughs> Alex Capraro is slicing some Capicola for a sandwich. Kim Boyver loves adding kimchi to everything. Shannon Shires hates popping champagne bottles. Me too. I'm too anxious for it. Alicia McKee is cosplaying as the donkey from Shrek. Kimberly Proza still isn't sure what a school provost does. I need to know. Sammy Jessam wonders who is the Sam of Sam's Club. <laughs> Sarah Booth always chooses Boo in Mario Party. Kate Convery was in the ball pit at DashCon. <laughs> Taylor Collins is wearing a colander on their head for no reason. Emma Corbeil is waiting for corduroy jeans to come back in style. Sloane Fuller is full of coffee. Same. Angelica Feliz is bedazzling their felt wallet. Rebecca Edmondson's favorite show is Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Taryn Parker is petting dogs at the dog park. Alana Barbosa rescued a bird caught in barbed wire. Oh no. Lucy is flying to Waterloo. Taylor Mays is talking to our lord and savior, Guy Fieri. Shay A thinks Lila is shaped like a marshmallow. Megan Ashley is watching reruns of Ashley Simpson's show. Oh my god. Throwback. 
Cody Castillo was cast in an episode of Chopped. Bailey Lynn is helping a snail cross the sidewalk. Emily Tormey got some new tortoise shell glasses. Sonia Vaz Brune drinks a lot of prune juice. Taylor Hancock adopted a cocker spaniel. Sabrina Hughes just wants more episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Fiona is the world's best feeding frenzy player. Stephanie Oliver likes coconut oil over olive oil. Sylvia Ehrlichman Gross still thinks coffee is gross. Juanita Cara is learning the seven cardinal virtues. What are they? I don't know what the virtues are, but I know they're just the opposites of That's the deadly sins. That says a lot about us. <laughs> Annie Wynn is still using Windows 98. Cassandra Lee is making colored sand art at a beach. You know those little jars you've... Uh, did layers of color sand in. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Emma Nygren's favorite gemstone is emerald. Courtney Hall only watches the Hallmark Channel. Becca Jansen doesn't think calculus makes any sense. Angela Sue is Chris using too much gel in his hair in the early 2000s. It's, it's true. Michelle North can't find North with their compass. Aaron Bray is Rachel swimming in Old Bay seasoning. Because honestly, so many of you guys have sent that to our P.O. box. We are <laughs> never, ever out running it. out. Thank you. Jay Degoshi picks shiitake mushrooms over button. My Elizabeth just wants to watch Elizabeth Town. Ishbel Mendez is mending broken bones because you're a doctor. Talia Miller had an almond milk mustache. <laughs> Margarita is enjoying some marzipan. Avery Labelson is at the Sundance Film Festival. Daisy Blossom Dottie is watching a cactus blossom. Chloe Archer is practicing their archery. Anthony Hood is president of the Neighborhood Watch. Mariah Hanna was caught with their hand in the cookie jar. Liz Holbrook has a pet lizard. Amazing. <laughs> Jennifer Habgood doesn't think olives are very good. Okay, Chris. <laughs> yeah, who wrote that? Uh, yeah. Madison Greer is greasing a pan for a cake. Madison Wolf heard a wolf's howl right outside their home. Megan McNally loves using a megaphone. Skylar Medley graduated the top of their medical school class. <laughs> Megan Preyus is an expert on the praying mantis. Corey Springfield is so fucking ready for spring. Ilka sleeps without a pillow. What do you do? <laughs> Jack's door who still listens to Hoobastank. <laughs> Nicole Allen's art of choice is charcoal painting. Courtney White wore white after Labor Day. Ooh, scandal. <laughs> Bridget Carey Davis is rocking out to some Carrie Underwood. Jennifer Cornwell is shucking some good old corn. Sophia Cock is stocking up on canned goods for the big one. Ash Roselle has no clue what a rose hip is. I, Same. You got that I'm oil, learning every day. And I want to know what it is. <laughs> Jackie Burkhart has a heart of gold. Beth Fonseca is second to none. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Bergiulio is binge watching Jackson Galaxy videos. Christina Contreras is playing with a remote control car. Catherine Simpson wishes the simple life was still on. Ian Murphy is feeding the swans at the pond in Millersville. <laughs> Kendall Berg is going for a disheveled Bernie Sanders type hairstyle. Allie McGregor is loving Gordon Ramsay's Twitter right now, aren't we all? Megan Grilly wishes they had gills. Chloe Ireland is watching Cloverfield for the hundredth time. Taco Roach is splurging on a new coach bag. Haley Cadwalder loves Kate Walsh's Instagram. Chameleon Malky is not sure what malted milk really is. Maddie Pullman is a professional pole vaulter. Amanda Pete is soaking their feet at the poolside. Caitlin Whalen is Rachel Whaling because Girl Scout cookies that are the Samoa kind have dairy in them. Cody Robinson is cosplaying as Sonic the Hedgehog. Lauren Chavone is listening to Shiver by Coldplay. Coldplay? Oh my <laughs> Bobby's <God>. Coldplays. <laughs> Dan Daly is getting their daily dose of political news. Megan Wilson is fighting Ganon in Breath of the Wild. Claire Wood is chopping wood to make a coffee table. Anna Hernandez is painting a hermit crab shell. 
Jenna Gordonier already misses fall gourds. Sarah is scared of all insects. Vlynn and Drew like Drew Barrymore's new show on Netflix. Bridget Dubin is trying to explain what a binge is. <laughs> Hillary Gay is running from an alligator. Mackenzie Knight is a vampire lurking in the shadows of the night. And Rachel Evans is learning to play the cello. Whoa. Crazy. Not eventually learning to play the cello? No, just, just finally fucking learning. actually doing something. Not oh my god! Shit. I'm just kidding. I feel like when we drag Rachel Evans, it's like we're really dragging me. <laughs> to be honest. It's like we're really dragging Ian Murphy. <laughs> yeah, true. Alright, so the rest of the boppos, we got Holly Stark. Allison Francois. Ashley Riefenberger. Joanna Jensen. Mallory. Allie Malone. Kathleen Wynn. Rose Barnett. So thanks guys for supporting the show. Yes. We hope you had a fabulous week. Sorry that we took a week off. It's been a, it's been one. We didn't even talk about it. We're stressed as fuck right yeah, now. Yeah, it's very a lot. We are a, we, very a lot. Very TM. a lot. Um, we're hoping that things turn out to be less of a lot very soon. Yeah, but, but uh, uh, thanks for sticking around with us, guys. We love you. And we'll see you on Monday. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>